Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Um, today you've only got me, no guests. So before we start with the podcast, I just want to give a massive shout out to our sponsors of the podcast, which is Tenga.co.uk. They're a sex toy company and RuneSilk.com. They're a beard care company. Um, if you buy anything for the first time off them and type in the code at checkout, Tin Biscuit, that's Tin Biscuit, capital T, capital B, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Um... I haven't got a Patreon um, for content to be charged. Or oh, um, you'll never have to pay for content. It's always going to be free and always will be free. Uh, if you want to donate or support the podcast, you can do through PayPal, and that's the Tin Biscuit Podcast Three at gmail.com. I will put all the information in the in the description below. Right, this is going to be a short podcast. I just thought I went out for a cycle ride, came home, had a shower, some breakfast. And I was thinking about it all. I think I'll just do a quick podcast with like my cup of coffee but this is about take fucking six now so my coffee's cold and it's nearly gone so um today's podcast i just want to quickly speak about vaccines um because obviously in the news pfizer have announced they've got a 90 percent effective vaccine against covid19 and it's meant to be rolled out on the 1st of december in the uk um will you be going to get the vaccine it'd be interesting to know if uh, any of my listeners abroad or in the uk would get the vaccine. I know Russia uh, have said today that their Sputnik Five is it is ninety two percent effective, and good old Russia's got to go two up. Um, so yeah, would you take the vaccine or would you not take the vaccine? Um, it'd be interesting to know. Personally, I'm not going to take the vaccine. Um, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not a pro-vaxxer. I just won't take it. I'm very funny about giving my bodily fluids and things away in general anyway never mind me having something if the doctor says oh you've got to have a blood test i'm like oh god really for fuck's sake i I hate it i hate giving any samples to anyone i think it's a bit evasive and I, i just think i just don't like it personally it's not for me so i won't be having the vaccine um I did do a few polls on Instagram to see if people would get the vaccine. The majority of them said no, but there was a small fraction of people who said yes, which is all right. It's their choice. Um, and then, for, then, funny enough, I said, would you agree with a mandated vaccine? And the people who would take the vaccine, some of them said no to mandating it. it it'd be that person's choice. So that was pretty cool. Um, and no, Mick Hancock has said today... Or was it yes? No, sorry, it was yesterday that it's going to be an optional vaccine, which is good. They don't want to mandate it. We'll get into the reasons why I don't think they should mandate it in a minute. Um, and then in the news today, there was something about the COVID pass. Someone, a government advisor, was saying, well, if you test positive, quarantine for 14 days, you can have a permit of sorts to go out for three months, um, clear, and then go back and get tested again. Um that's a government advisor. So they are talking about COVID pasts, uh, pass, pasts, COVID passes. Um, so to mandate a, like a vaccine, I don't think a vaccine has like ever been mandated as far as I'm aware. Yeah, you've got to have certain vaccines to go to certain countries, but that's your choice. If you go to that country, you know what you're going to ex- expect and accept in a virus um, thing. Uh, I think, and some of you have to take tablets as well before you go, of course, to tablets. But again, that's your choice. Uh, I think if they mandated the vaccine, uh, I think the government would have big problems on their hands. Um, Not only because where would it end with the vaccine? Because basically you are taking all choice away then. 
you're having something injected into someone's body that they don't agree with or agree to. I think it's a very slippery slope because it won't just end with like vaccines. They've basically got full control then. Um, as it stands at the minute in the UK, you can't go see your family in their back garden. So I can't go see my dad, give him a kiss and cuddle in his back garden because that's classed as illegal. Um, so if you was to say to someone this time last year, I've mentioned this before, that in 2020, um, you won't be able to see your like loved ones. You couldn't leave the house with a with a reasonable excuse, um, and if you do, you could get £200 fine. Um, and they're going to lock half the world down. The government will pay you 80% of your wages, but you're basically under house arrest. They turn around and say, you're a fucking lunatic, you're a crazy conspiracy theory. But look, over a year's time, and it's happened, and it's still happening now. Um, so they are taking a lot of freedom away from you. Uh, and they still will do. So if the mandate this vaccine, which I repeat again, Matt Hancock has said yesterday that they won't. If they do mandate it, I think they will create a world of trouble for them. Um, the thing I don't get, just say, I'm not going to get the vaccine, but just say I was in a room with two other people who did get the vaccine. Why have them two people got to worry about me not having the vaccine if they've had the vaccine and it's over 90%? It doesn't make sense. Um I think I read somewhere, is it 50 to maybe 85% of the population would need to get the vaccine to create herd immunity? Um, yeah, it's, and if and if they do mandate it, I, I'd like to see what the pro-choices and pro-lifers make of that. Um, I'm pro-life, I don't agree in abortion, but it's your choice if you have an abortion. I'm not going to hold it against you, it's, I just don't agree in it. And that's your choice if you have an abortion... It's your choice. It's not up to me. It's your body. You can do what you want. Um, and I wouldn't hold it against you. One of my ex-girlfriends had an abortion. Um, so, but that's my personal view. But what I was trying to say is the pro-choices, how how would they react if it um, was a mandated vaccine? Would they all be for it or would they still be saying, my body, my choice? Um, I haven't spoke to anyone about that. That's, that's just a thought. Um, but the vast majority of people that I'm seeing... All the way from right radio two listeners to sun readers because I do read the comments. Um, they're saying they won't have it, and it should be that person's choice. Like I've just said, if the stats mandate it, it's just a slippery slope to fucking a big pile of shit at the bottom. And what they're going to do with the people, all the people that don't have the vaccine, because I'm guessing it's going to be a massive percentage of the population. What they're going to do with them? Everyone's saying about the nightingale hospitals are going to be used as camps. Only a small faction of people who don't have a vaccine will fill them, and then you just have thousands and thousands and thousands of more people who don't have the vaccine. And where are you going to put them? Prisons can't cope, um, as it is. So, but I do think the vaccine will be heavily pushed. It it will it, be heavily pushed to people. Um, I know schools are starting to do testing and they're sending letters out, and a lot of parents are sending letters back saying, I don't want my kid tested. Um, I've not got a test. I've not had a test, should I say, and I'm not going to have a test. I don't feel the need for it. Um, And in any way, it's saving the NHS money, isn't it, if I don't have a test? So there you go. And if I don't have a vaccine, the vaccine... I mean, it's quite interesting listening about the vaccines and what goes in them... Um, Things like dead babies, dead cows, cells, and things like that, an egg. It's very, not all vaccines, but the majority of them, things like that, go into them. Um, 
I've never really studied the an, the like anti-vaxxer thing or the pro-vaccination thing. Um, does it cause autism or not? It's not something I've never really been interested in per se. Um, what sparked me interested in this is obviously to do with COVID nine, like sort of nineteen, a virus that kills very little people. Um, if you catch it, I do know people have died, um, and my condolences goes out to everyone uh, who knows anyone or been connected with the death related to COVID-19 but they're not just saying that they've died of COVID they're dying saying they're dying or died with COVID um so it's unclear um yeah they're rolling out a mass testing thing as well aren't they uh, Liverpool and another is it another 16 places around the country Grimsby where I'm from that's like fourth in the UK at the minute and I think Hull's second I know Hull's got some um, but yeah, I mean, the death rate is fairly still low compared to how many cases we've got. And the reason we are getting cases is because, I have said this before on a podcast, is with incidentals. So if you go into the hospital with a kidney infection, say, just a normal kidney infection, but you've got to go in there for a few nights or a broken arm, and you get tested and you're, and like, you didn't even know you had it, but you got tested for COVID and you came out as a positive COVID carrier, um, you'd get classed as a statistic on having COVID when you might not even know you've got it. Uh, so the press like to put this this persona across, should I say, and so do the media of 526 people have, have tested positive for corona in the last 24 hours. It gives the impression that they've all gone in the hospital, like, oh, I can't breathe, I think I've got corona, when it's not, a lot of them are incidentals. I think I might sneeze in a minute. Oh. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so there are a lot of incidentals that people are just going into hospital and getting randomly tested and they've got corona. It's not that they're going in desperately in need of help as like people think it is. Um, and a lot of people who've got it won't know they've got it. And a lot of people who've got it won't spread it on. Um, so, yeah, but um, they're ramping up the testing. So expect to see more cases rise. That's why the cases are shooting up and the death the death rate's low because more people are getting tested and that's just a fucking fact of life. Um, you'll say, well, there weren't that many positives back in May, this, that and the other. That's because there weren't that much testing going on. So it's not like they're going into hospital, dying of COVID, like, get me a test, get me a test. Because they're incidentals. Um, yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it is quite exciting for people who want a vaccine isn't it? and want to get back to normal. Um, I did have a feeling that after this second lockdown, they've done it in such a way where they're forced into another lockdown near Christmas. So that's a psychological push for everyone to come out of lockdown and just go and get the vaccine. So we won't go into another lockdown because everyone's got vaccinated. Um, I think that was a psychological um, ploy. Um as I said, they did take us into this second lockdown under false data. Um, Boris Johnson does know this, um, but they still did it. They used four weeks, I think it was a month, out-of-date data when they should have used new data because they were saying the tier systems were working. But remember, it's all three to four weeks backlog. So the statistics you're seeing now date back three or four weeks ago. So we won't really see what this second lockdown in the UK is doing until maybe oh it'd be maybe next week we'll start to see some sort of signs of it. But I'm guessing with these mass test centres being set up um, in more towns in 
certain cities will see a bigger increase um, and people will go and get it. I, I mean, understand why they're doing it because if you've got it, you can self-isolate and that stop the spread of this mysterious virus that doesn't have to kill anybody. But we've had to shut the world down for it. And they brought a vaccine out in about eight months, six months, six to eight months, when vaccines sometimes take two to ten years. But they've just got this vaccine. They've got this marvellous vaccine out that's 90% in such a short space of time. And it's safe. Um, yeah, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what people um, have up with them when they've had the vaccine after a few years. Because I personally know people, fit and healthy people, who did have the vaccine. And then they've a couple of years later, they've come down with... Um, different autoimmune diseases and things like that so isn't that related to the vaccine that they had who knows but it's just a strange coincidence that's maybe all it is a coincidence um would you lot be up for a mandated vaccine i'm guessing most of my listeners won't be <laughs> take taking you know what my podcasts are normally about i don't think you would be but there might be and why do you think you should have it mandated do you think that takes the choice away from the person well it does take the choice away from the person and this year it might be a vaccine next year it might be one of your fingers to be cut off i know that's a radical example but i'm just saying that's how things spiral out of control and with a vaccine pass if you've got a vaccine pass you'll think you're better than a fucking person who hasn't had a vaccine shot um yeah i mean it's so it, it's scary and it scares me to think that if they could make a vaccine mandated and then you have a bracelet or a card or something like that to say I can go into certain places, it's going to be like them films, um, Demolition Man. And what's that film with Matt Damon in where um, there's that planet and all the second class citizens are on the bottom of the planet and then there's another planet with all the high class people. What's it called? I forgot. I'm not going to look online, but that's a film that it's going to turn out like. Uh, I do think there's a lot of pushback. The more and more you see on the news of these protests, you, you, the likes of is a pushback. I thought the way the police handled the and are handling, especially on the 5th, and are handling protesters is disgusting. Uh, manhandling, chuck them to the ground, put them in the back of vans, because, um, as I've mentioned before, certain other protests when it was locked down, um, the police were shaking their hands, kneeling to them and being passive to them. Um, this time, they're not fucking about. They're, like, um, pushing them, they're cattling them in. I realised they cattled some of them in last time, but it's just strange how the police, the woke police force now, aren't they? they're so fucking woke, the UK police, that they deal with protesters completely differently. One protest you'll kneel to, and these people who are fighting for your freedom and, like, your rights are being thrown to the ground. Um... Yeah, it's disgusting. I think the police handling has been horrific um, and they need to sort that out. But um, who is going to police the whole COVID pass thing or like the mandated thing if it comes in? If it comes in and everyone must have a COVID vaccine. Um, what's going to happen to the people who don't and how are the police going to patrol it? And how are the army going to patrol it? I know the army are helping out with testing at, at the minute. Um I don't think it'll go to martial law. I don't think they'll be like patrolling the streets. But um, how would they go out policing it? Because surely the police will have family and the army will have family that won't take the vaccine. I won't have the vaccine. So they'll have to police their own family and that will cause problems in itself. So no, I can't see logically how they can get a vaccine mandated. 
Um, not in places like the UK. Um, I mean, the theories are that they're out there to crash the um, our Emma. Not I can't even say our our monetary system. Should I say they're out to crash our monetary system and crush all small businesses? So only big businesses will um, be alive and working and making money. Uh, so then we're reliant on the big corporations um globalists want to take over the world people are saying and this is why one of the reasons why this virus is about so we're going to like a national credit system where we all get the same basically um and we'll all have to have a vaccine and we'll do this and that. that's a that's a big conspiracy that's even a big conspiracy for me i can see it happening I can, oh should i say i can see how it can happen but would it happen i don't think so because i've said before that there's there's a massive pushback on it. More and more people are pushing back. And they're not just crazy people that are sort of pushing back on this. It's not just crazy people. It's um It's normal people. <laughs> normal people. It's normal people. It's middle class people, upper class people, uh, MPs, um lords and people like that are like pushing back against this, saying this is too far, this is too far. Um now Boris Johnson, is he being used as a puppet? I've has the deep state maybe got something on him? Um, who knows? Who knows? I mean, who knows? As as I've said before, if you don't think the government would lie to you about anything, we'll go back to Tony Blair and the Second Iraq War and the dossier where Matt Kelly, not Dr. Kelly, David, no, was it David Scott Kelly? Sorry. He said it was bullshit. Then he went to walk his dog and killed himself. I think he slit his wrists after he took some sort of medication, apparently, which he didn't because obviously the government murdered him because he fucking blew their bullshit story on weapons of mass destruction. But the point is, to say that the government wouldn't lie to you is bullshit. So we're meant to be coming out of this lockdown in the 2nd of December, and we're going back into a tier system. Um, so they're already going to redo the tier system, I think. Uh, from what I've read, they're going to make the tier system, instead of council by council, they're going to do it in different regions. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Um, I know we're fourth, but where are our numbers still? Oh, did I say that too loud? But our, our numbers still 1.1 to 1.2. It dropped from 1.1, 1 1.3 to 1.1, 1 1.2. So we're only, I think it's what day are we on? Yeah, we're only starting the second week of um, the lockdown for four weeks. So we'll see how that comes. But yeah. I thought um, I'd just do this quick podcast about the vaccine and that they've brought one out um, and Russia's got Sputnik 5 out, that's 92% effective. But this one that Pfizer's got, that's supposed to be the miracle cure. Well, not the miracle cure, but the one everyone's sort of to be, seem to be um, enthusiastic about is the Pfizer one for 90%. Um, Matt Hancock said he won't mandate it, but there's people out there that want it mandating. Um, so tell me what you think. Do you think it should be mandated? Do you, do you think it shouldn't be mandated? And if it is, if you do think it should be mandated, why? Why are you taking that choice away from people? Um, yeah, because it's a slippery slope. And once you say that, you can't really complain about anything else the government do or say. And if you're pro-life or pro-choice, it'd be interesting to hear your views, especially from a pro-choice. If like you'd be willing to have the vaccine and think it does or should be made mandatory, that. That'd be really interesting from a pro-choicer. Um, 
being it's all their bodies and that. So yeah, but as I say, it's your choice. You want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Um, and that's it. Remember, this is a free speech and un- unedited podcast. This podcast was sort of unplanned. It was only planned for today. So so if it's here, there and everywhere, I'm sorry. Uh, anyone's welcome on the podcast. Anyone at all. Um, so yeah, if you want to come on the podcast, send me a message. If not, don't. But yeah, would you get the vaccine? No, I wouldn't. A, it's 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 too soon, and even even if forced to pay me, I won't get the vaccine. Um, I'd rather go to a camp and prison. If and if I had a choice of getting the vaccine or going to prison, I would go to prison because I'm not a sell out. I won't sell my beliefs out. I've said that before about people. Excuse me, I need to blow my nose. Um, I've said before about these fucking fake fucking motherfuckers that are out there wearing these metal t-shirts and things like that and fuck the government attitude they're the first ones to don a mask and more than likely they're the first ones to go out and get the vaccine because they're not real fucking rebels they're not real fucking real motherfuckers um but that's their choice and we can't take that away from them we can just sort of guide them and educate them um so just question things question things critical think things and if you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. I've got a feeling this is a shit podcast. In my head, when I was on my bike ride, it was a lot better than it was. And I, this this is taking about six takes and it's 21 minutes. It's hard doing a podcast on your own. It's so hard. But I'll get used to it. I should be getting used to it. Um, I re-released my first podcast uh, last night. So if you ever want to hear my first podcast to what I am now compare them it's been over two years now massive thanks to everyone who's come on the podcast and helped with the podcast um i've had i've had some awesome guests all my guests have been awesome awesome guests i've had uh the craziest guest is probably not craziest but melissa reed the trans lady um who sold a soul to the devil she won five million pound on a 10 pound scratch card um that's a mad podcast i've done that in two parts um so yeah, I've had some really good people on. I've had uh, a getaway driver from a bank robbery. I've had a dominatrix on that one of their clients um, pays there and she force feeds in dog shit. Um, I've had a drag queen on. I've had two trans people on. I've had Paul Golden on from Britain First. I've had I've had loads of food people on, porn stars, soap stars, uh, horror directors, authors, pole dancers, um politicians, MPs, other podcasters, um, I've had quite a lot of people on, so go check them out, um, thanks for listening, if you want to come on the podcast, don't hesitate, just drop me a message, get in touch with me on Instagram, um, you'll find me, the Tin Biscuit Podcast, just type that in and you'll find me, um, and just find us on Google, just type in Google, the Tin Biscuit Podcast and everything will come up, go check out my YouTube channel because they are different content on there again it's all free i'm gonna have no subscriptions or anything like that again if you want to donate do it through paypal the tin biscuit podcast three at gmail.com massive thanks to our sponsors tenga.co.uk and runesilk.com uh, bird care company and a sex toy company um 10 off your first purchase with the code tin biscuit capital t capital b tin biscuit everything will be in the description um so yeah, again, if you're going to take the vaccine, I'd love you to come on my show. Uh, if you've had COVID-19, please come on my show. Um, if you haven't, 
come on my show. If you want to have it out with me, come on my show. If you don't, don't come on my show. But anyone's welcome. But remember, it is all free speech and it is all unedited. So what's said on the podcast um, normally goes out on the podcast. But I, this is the sixth take because I kept fucking coughing and sneezing. No, I ain't, I ain't got the Rona at all. It's because I've just had some toast and it went down and it's fucked everything up. Okay, right. Everyone take care. Goodbye. The Tea Biscuit Podcast. The Tea Biscuit Podcast.